Shabbat Avkof, the last thing we were discussing was a, a few questions in the name of Rabbi Yohanan. Uh, if uh, there's a kotel in Rishut Harabim, and I threw on top of the kotel, and it wasn't wide for Tfahim, but it was there to close a mechitzah to make a shutahid, does it become a shutahid or not? And we said it does. Then we asked uh, the question that we got stuck with with no answer is if uh, if I have a bore. That is ninth Fahim and I took out of it and I made it ten or opposite if I had tenth Fahim and I threw into it and it became nine, what would be the deen over there? And then uh, Rava asked a question: If I uh, if I took uh, if I took a piece of wood with like uh, with something on it and I threw it onto uh, a pegs in Rashut Harabim, uh, is it like the the wood landed first and then the tissue, or is it uh, that the tissue landed? Uh, uh, together with the uh, with the piece of wood and the Gemara ended up in a teko they didn't know the answer with that we're going to start on Sadi Tet Amud Bet about two lines from the bottom Amarava Pshita li maim al gabe maim hainu hanahatan if I throw water on top of water that's the way they land I took it off and I, and I put it down uh, it's also pashut to me. It goes al gabe maim. If I have a walnut on top of water and it's uh, and it's uh, floating, lav hainu anahatan. That's not called a hanaha. That's not called being placed. And therefore, if I'm on shoot, I shoot like that. Uh, I should be patur. The question he had was like this: Ba'irava, egoz bikli. I have a egoz in let's say an empty can. And this empty can is floating on the water. Now, do we say, hey, we go after the egoz, and it's uh, right now placed in the can, and therefore you'd be hayav. Do we go after the keli, and it is uh, floating? What would be the deen? The grammar ends, teko. Shemen al gabe yain. You have oil on top of wine. Mahloket rabbi Hanan ben Uri v'rabanan. Mahloket is it uh, is it munah? Uh, is it on top of it, or is it just nothing? The tanan shemen shetzaf al gabeyain. You have wine that is teruma. You have oil on top of it. Venagat will yom You have someone who's nitma be'avatumah. He went to the mikveh. He's still tamean till the erev, um, and then he touched that oil before he, before the sun down came. He went to the mikveh already. He just uh, the, the sun didn't come down yet. Lo pasal ela shemen. He was only posel the shemen, but the wine is still okay. Rabbi Yohanan ben Uri Omer shenehem chibur zelaze. They're still connected. So if I touch, uh, meaning the, the ones on top of the other, if I, if I touch the oil, it's like you touch the wine, and they both become tamen. Now you have to say the same din legabe Shabbat. According to Hakamim, uh, the 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 oil that's on top of the water or the wine is like uh, the like the floating walnut on top of the water, and you're not hayav if you pick it up. And according to the Yohanan Menori, it's like uh, water on top of water, and you're hayav when picking it up. Amar Abaye, bor rabim amuka asara or You have a hole in the shutar rabim. It is deep tan and it's wide eight tefahim. V'zarak letocha machtzelet hayav. And I threw into it a mat. Your hayav. Why the bor is a shutar rabim? That's simple. Hilka b'machtzelet. So let's say I I put the mat in a way where it's going to split up the bor, and now it's split up to its width. Patur. Um, what you be'aitzim do, you now put it directly in the middle, and now you don't have four on this side. You don't have four on this side. You have uh, four minus something on this side, four minus something on that side. 
Therefore, you are patur. They both became some sort of reshuta uh, patur. Shabbat explains the difference between this case and the first case. The first case, you're just throwing it into the hole. The second case, you're mamash putting up for mechitzah and mechitzah mevatel. Now, the Gemara explains, it's pashut for him that a, uh, that a mat, it splits up uh, the mechitzah. Before it it, it it nullifies means it it makes it, the reshut he doesn't exist anymore. And the same idea would be if I had a, t- a ten tefah board that's ten tefahim and I threw in dirt, it would be the same idea. It would mivatel and I would be patur. Or Rabbi Yohanan had a question. He still left in safek that if I threw the dirt into the hole, what would be the what would be the halacha? Even if we're not sure what the halakha was, even if you want to say, Rabbi Yohanan would say patur, still, for him it's pashut that the mat does not mevatel, doesn't nullify the mechitzah, the bore is considered shuit and that's it, you can't do anything about it, that mat splitting it up doesn't do anything. The way we see that is because his question came, legabe. Uh, and it didn't come like Gabbe Hulia, didn't come with uh, the say he didn't have the same question with the dirt. The Amar Abaye, Bor Bishuta Rabim, Amuka Asara, or Habar Bai, have a Bor Bishuta Rabim, it is deep ten, wide four, Midamai, full of water, Vizarak Letocha, and it landed on the water. You threw into it and landed on the water. Hayav, Mila Perot, Vizarak Letocha, Patur. But if you threw uh, fruit into, uh, if it was full of fruit and you threw into it, then you'd be patur. Water does not mevatel the reshut ayachid inside perot mevatel mechitzah. But the perot do stop, uh, do nullify the the reshut ayachid that the board became. Miri explains that when it comes to water, sometimes things don't float. Sometimes they just sink to the bottom. Unlike uh, unlike fruits, that if you have a hole full of apples, if I throw a bowl or a rock on top, it's not sinking. It's just going to stay there. And then you have the Rashbaz explanation that you can't, with the water, you could still see the mechitzah. Um, you could still see that it's considered a yishushutahid, uh, but with the perot, it's, um, uh, it hides that uh, fact. Tanyana miyachi hazorek min hayam if I take a football and I throw it from the ocean to the main road, which is Rashut Arabim, or the opposite, Patur. Uh, Why? Because you, it was Motsi from a Karmelit, Rashut Arabim, or vice versa. But still, Asumid Rabbanan. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Im Yesh Bimakom Shezarak, Amok Asara, Virahavar Ba'ahayab. If in the place that you threw from in the water, you have a hole over there, meaning in the in the ocean, you're in a hole. That has that's uh, ten tefachim deep, four tefachim wide. Your hayav, because that's already considered reshut hayahid in a. I guess in even though it's in the ocean, and uh, you'd be and then you're throwing reshut hayahid to reshut arabim and you'd be hayav. And the proof from both of them is from Tanakama and Rabbi Shimon that if it's full of water, it still keeps its name of being a reshut karmelit. Uh, it still is, keeps its same reshut. And the water doesn't uh, the water doesn't stop it from being reshut. Next, a Mishnah hazorek arba amot bakotel. A person threw four amot at a kotel. Lemalem asrat fahim higher than ten fahim. Kizorek ba'avir. It's like throwing at the wall, and you'd be patur. Lematem asrat fahim under asrat ten fahim. Kizorek ba'aretz hazorek ba'aretz arba amot hayav, and you're hayav. 
Now the Gemara right away asks, why should why should it be hayav? The 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 thing just uh, came back. You threw the ball at the wall, even though it's under ten fahim and it bounced back, came back. Amar we're talking about a fatty, a juicy fig that uh, you threw on the ten, uh, you threw for Amot b'shut rabim. It landed on a wall and it just got stuck to the wall, and therefore you're hayav. Amar amarav. I threw above Asrat Fahim, but it landed in a hole inside of a wall called Shehuba, just a little tiny hole. We come to Mahloket, Rabbi Meir and Rabbanan. Rabbi Meir felt that we are, we, we make believe we're etching out and therefore in order to complete, meaning. A regular door in order to be hayav and mezuzah needs to be 10 tefahim tall, 4 tefahim wide. But let's say I have uh, 5 or 6 tefahim long and then it starts to arch. Now, do I, and does, do I look at that area of the arch, the last 4 amot, do I look at it as if it's open or and, and it would be hayav and mezuzah? That's Rabbi Meir Shita. Or do I look at it, well, right now you don't have, uh, it's not, the top part of your door is not uh, four tefahim wide. It's uh, two tefahim wide. It's one tefah wide. And you're not hayav. That's Rabbanan. So the question here is, if I threw uh, something uh, up up on the wall and it landed in a hole, a little tiny hole, we say, we say, we came to the same mahlokit, Amarav Amar Bihaya, we came to the mahlokit, Rabbi Meir and Rabbanan, Rabbi Meir Amar Hokekin Lashlim, Mihyav, once you threw that uh, ball into that uh, hole in the, into the wall, in the wall it's as if we're going to make believe that uh, that hole is a little bit bigger, we'll make it for Tafahim and your Hayav. And there's a Tosafot and Davzain which explains the, the parameters to this uh, Isur. Now, Hachamim say that uh, we don't uh, make believe we're etching. Bottom line right now, it's uh, it's not a kosher door for mezuzah. There's no mezuzah. Lo mehayav, and you wouldn't be hayav if you threw the ball in the, in the wall and it landed in, inside of a hole. So it's a straight up raita. You have a mound and it is slanting upwards. Ten tefahim within four amot. Arba is amot. Remember, arba is tefahim, arba is amot. Vizarak venah al gabav. And I threw something and landed on top of the mound. Hayav. You hayav. We have another proof that uh, that uh, go the mound is going to be uh, is going to be uh, on reshut. Tanim yachi mavoi an alleyway which has houses like you. Sheshavel letocho it's uh, even the entire way. When asam edron reshut arabim and it goes down towards reshut arabim. Oh shavel reshut arabim or it's equal to reshut arabim. When asam edron letocho. Or it's equal to Shutarabim and it like uh, slopes down into its insides. Uh, you don't need a beam, a post, any any, any sort of uh, situation to, to, to show you that uh, you're not allowed to pass, uh, pass this area. You're not allowed to carry past this area. Because the fact that it goes up, uh, like the Rashba explains, 10 tefahim within 4 amot, that's uh, big enough of a sign. 
רבי חנינה בן הגמליאל אומר, תלם מתלקט עשרה מתוך ארבע, מעון גוז אפ, תן תפחים ותן פור אמות, וזרק ונח על גביו, ונתרון תרבבת, חייב, הגזרתי לקרוא רב סאג'. נקס משנה, זרק לתוך ארבע אמות, הפרסון תראו סמפטינג ותן פור אמות, ונתגלגל חוץ לארבע אמות, ונרולד אאוטסייד אוף ארבע אמות, פטור. חוץ לארבע אמות, ונתגלגל לתוך ארבע אמות, חייב. If I threw something outside for Amot and the wind blew it back into the, the area for Amot, you still hayav. Why would you be patur? The Rambam explains because your kavana wasn't, uh, wasn't to throw outside for Amot and you threw inside for Amot and it went outside for Amot. Not a melechet machshevet. The Rashbad doesn't like the Rambam's reason. He explains that the real reason is it landed in the place where it's patur and then it rolled out. And it wasn't, uh, it wasn't his uh, power who threw it out of there. And uh, Tosafot basically take that uh, shita. And with uh, you threw it outside and it came back in, you'd be hayav. The hidush is even if it didn't la- land on anything, meaning even if there was a really, really, really windy day, you threw a frisbee and it came back towards you, a boomerang back towards you, you'd still be hayav. That's, a, that's, the, that's the way the Rishonim look at the, this Mishnah. Now the Gemara asks, why is it a person who throws outside of Arba Amot and it comes back in your hayav? V'halonach, but it never rested. Amar b'yohanan, v'hu shenach agabe mashu. Oh, no, so now the, 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 Mishnah, the Gemara explains the Mishnah that it had to, 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 to rest on something. And then it like rolled back or something like that, or maybe boomeranged back. Tanen miyachi, zarak chutz l'arba'a amot, v'udhafato aruch v'chnisato, someone threw something outside for amot, and uh, it boomeranged back. Afal pi shehazra v'hotziato patur, even though afterwards it boomeranged back, and again it went outside for amot, patur. Why? Because it never rested uh, because of the zorek. It rested because of the wind. Again, if the wind grabbed it right uh, the second it got out of four amot and it boomeranged back, even though it brought it back with the arba amot, hayav. According to Hachamim, if, uh, if it was in the air within uh, three tfahim of the ground, it needs to land on something because the Rabbanan hold in, uh, within three tfahim of the ground, we don't say lavud. We don't say it's like uh, magically connected. It needs to sit on something. And if you think about it, the Hidush would be uh, that if, uh, if you threw something and w- before it got the three Tfahim of the ground, or let's say got the three Tfahim of the ground, all of a sudden I felt bad that I did such a thing, maybe you're not Hayav, maybe now you're Patur, because you have to have uh, Yidi'a for the entire Melacha, you have to have Kavana for the entire Melacha, and within three Tfahim of the ground, you, you didn't have uh, Kavana. Now, Yativ Meremor v'kamadla lehashmata ata Meremor said this din amadla ravinala Meremor Lav hainu matnitin isn't that the same case of our Mishnah? If you learn our Mishnah the way Rabbi Yohanan said v'amar Yohanan v'hu shenach agabe mashu that's that's exactly our Mishnah according to Rabbi Yohanan. Amar le no Meremor explained mitgalgel kamart. You're talking about something spinning or rolling in the air. Midgalgel and sofolanuah. Something that's rolling, it's not going to land on the. Even if it's within three tefachim of the ground, it's still moving. It's not going to. It's not going to land on the area directly under it. 
But in the case of a person who threw something by accident and he remembered within three tfahim of the ground, it's about to land on that exact spot. But didn't land yet. It's like as if it already landed. And there comes Rava and says that it's not considered munah because if the wind came and blew it away, he might still be able to get out of it. And Rava holds it needs to land on something. Next Mishnah Hazorek Bayam Arba Amot Patur. A person is playing with a frisbee, I guess, or something like that, in the water. Four Amot Yer Patur, because the Yam is a Karmelit. Imayare Kakmaim. If it was like a shallow pool of water, Ushutarabim Alechet Bo, and you have Ushutarabim going through it, uh, people use it. Hazorek Tocho Arba Amot. Hayav, if a person throws into it, it's like throwing into a Shutarabim. Hayav, what's that little shallow pool of water that. It's not considered even a Kamelit. Pachot ma'asarat fahim. If it's less than asarat fahim, but if it's deeper than asarat fahim, it's considered a Kamelit. Rekak ma'im, or shoot arabim ha'lechet bo. You have a that little pool and shoot uh, arabim going through. Hazorek betochu arba amot hayav. If you throw in it four amot, you hayav. And it sounds like it's doubling itself, and uh, the Gemara will discuss it. Amar le'ahu merabanan le'ava. One of the rabbis told the rabbi, I understand why it says, twice. It's coming to teach me another deen. Uh, the first deen would be, That is even though it's a pain in the neck to go through this water, still, if people are doing it, it's considered Rishut Rabim. If nobody walks through it, it's not considered a shoot rabim. That's one din, I understand it. Tashmi, number two, tashmish al-yadad, the hak lo tashmish. For example, if it's a bore that is, uh, that's deep, into, like nine tefahim, it's not, we can't even call it a shoot rabim either because it's very hard to use. And since nobody really uses it, it's not uh, considered a shoot, part of a shoot rabim. Ela rekak, why do I need the same din? Yeah, tell me the same din about that little pool of water twice. Say it once, and I understand that he look at the hak is it works, and I'll understand in some truly mood that the tashmish the hak is not is not a tashmish. So the so the gemara explains had so you need both cases one is talking about the summer one is talking about the winter we only told me one that's in the summer people would go through the pool to you know, get themselves a little bit cold no one's walking through that uh, little pool of water in the winter if you only told me in the winter, your clothing are already dirty. You don't care. Your clothing are clean. Maybe it shouldn't be considered a No one's going to use it. That's why I need it twice. Abaye explains, no, why do you need the, the, the story of the Rakak twice? I would have thought, when is it called a Shutarabim when it's not for Amot? Why? Then uh, people just go right through. When it's for Amot, people will go around. And it's considered its own reshut, and therefore the Mishnah has had to say it twice to tell me that yes, people will use it even if it's four amot wide, and it's considered reshut rabim. Rav Amar, it's trich no. Rav gives his reasoning. Why didn't it twice? Salkadat agamina hanemi lehechad hava arba'a. I would have thought when it's wide fort fahim, and then people will go through. When it's not for tefahim, mifsa'e pasa'eba, people will just jump over it.
Therefore, our Mishnah had to teach us that even if it's less than four tefahim, it's still considered shutarabim. brings proof to his reason. Person throws four amot in a shutarabim and it lands on the plank of a walking bridge, a piece of wood that you know, the whole bunch, it looks like a ladder but flat that people walk across uh, like a bridge. Uh, uh, a lot of people walk through and since they, they walk through it even though it's not that big it's still considered a shoot a person throws from the beach uh, from the water uh, from the ocean to the to the beach uh, which is a or from the ocean to a boat which is uh, or from one boat to the other on all cases patur if uh, if you have boats that are tied one to another you can carry from one to another if they're not uh, tied up to one another even though they're so close to one another we don't carry from one to the other the idea being is that the yam, which is a carmelite, is mafsik between the two reshut ayahids. Itmar sfina, you have a boat in the water. Avuna amar mutzin hemena ziz kol shehu. Can stick out a little piece of wood or anything, uh, just uh, as a heker, and then uh, you could umemale uh, and you could take uh, water from the uh, from the ocean uh, to the boat. Av hasdaver abar avuna amre ose mekom arba'a umemale. You make a closed area of uh, four tefahim over the water, and you could like uh, f- fill the, I guess, a bucket through that uh, place, like make believe, yeah, like hang a hula hoop or something like that, and bring the water from that, uh, f- put the bucket through that uh, hoop, and then bring it back up from that hoop. Now, this hula hoop that we speak of, Rashi says, it has to be some sort of mehitza. I mean, the there has to be uh, the, there has to be walls to this uh, to this uh, area. I mean, it has to go down a little bit. It doesn't have to go down ten tefachim, but it has to go down a little bit. Tosfot asks, why not? You, and they hold that you really you need asat uh, fahim. It has to be over an area of four tefachim. And the run explains that no, since the boat keeps on moving, uh, the mechitza really not doing much, and therefore. Uh, even if you do a small mechitza, uh, even that small uh, circle area is still good. So it's not really a hula hoop, it has to extend a little bit. According to Rashi and Tatosfot and Tefahim. Ravuna Amar, Aziz Kol you could put out a rod or a stick, even a little bit, and you could fill it up. Kasavar Karmelit Mar'amashinan. He holds that a Karmelit we count from the, the bottom of the floor of the ocean. By the time you get to the to the air, it's already makom patur, and and really technically you don't even need disease. We want to remind you that you can't take out from a karmelit to shoot a yahid, so therefore we made you take out a disease. But really, it should be totally okay. You make an area, that hula hoop uh, with a little extension area uh, for Amot, uh, for Tefahim, and uh, you, you fill up. We count the Karmelit from the top of the water, from like the sea level. The water is like the thick ground it's of the Karmelit. If you don't make that hula hoop uh, area 
with an extension kametaltel karmelita shudahid, then you're for sure taking out from karmelita shudahid. Therefore, you have to make that mechitza. Amar le Rav Nachman le Rababa Ravuha Ravuna de Amar Motzi Hemena Ziz Kol Shumele. According to Ravuna, it says take out that rod anything. Zimnin deleka asara. Sometimes there isn't tent fahim from the ground of the water. Vekametaltel me karmelita shutayachid. And sometimes you take it out from karmelita shutayachid. Meaning, if it's only eight fahim from the bottom, from the ground of the ocean, it's mamash karmelit. How could you allow it? Amaleh, told of We know that the word Safina means a large ship, not a small boat, according to Rashi, and therefore uh, it, it can't it can't go in less than ten tefahim of water. Meaning, in a lot of words, uh, Tosfot says that uh, Rav Huna was never talking about a small, small shallow uh, water or a small boat. Veha Morsha Itlad has a little, but the boat has that little front, the nose of the boat. It's like sticking out uh, and it rises higher than the rest of the boat. But yes, even though the rest of the ship won't uh, won't go over, it won't move in water less than 10 Tvahim, but maybe the, the, the nose of it will go over uh, shallow water. And someone who's standing in the front of the boat, uh, which is top of water that is not tent fahim and maybe he'll come to get from there whenever it goes into shallow water they send a couple of guys in front uh, to with poles to make sure that uh, the water is not that shallow so that meaning they know who make that uh, that uh, enclosed area the like hoop the extension area if someone has uh, water like waste and things like that you want to throw out how do you throw it out according to him you'd have to throw it out also let's say you throw out uh, the wastewater uh, the same way it's going to be disgusting so the Gemara explains answers that he would throw it on the walls of the boat not in a place where you're filling up from and uh, the, the, you don't have the you don't have the problem since the boat is reshut uh, yeah, but you're throwing it on the boat and it's going to end up in Rashiut Karmelit, and that's like your power. So, like Mark explains, we weren't Gozer, uh, your power when it comes to a Karmelit. Meaning, Hachamim were only Oser, you actually throwing into Karmelit, not throwing it against the wall, which will slide down into Karmelit. And we will, although we're in the middle of a Suga, we'll stop right over here. Baruch Hashem Na'olam, Amen, Amen.